welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, today we are back with our sister wives coverage and today is uh, season 17 episode three and back with me again is Lexi. Hi everyone um, again. <laughs> and uh, if you uh, did not listen to the episode two recap, uh, Lexi is a um, friend of mine that I met through Danielle of uh, 90 Day fame. Um, she was on The Single Life and she has a couple of girlfriends that also appeared on the show with her. And Lexi is one of those girlfriends and she lives local to me in the area. So we've hung out a few times. Um, and I always have to give a shout out to my spirit animal, Kaya, her daughter, her daughter. Uh, Alexi's little daughter is so cute. Um, also, just for funsies, um, Lexi's about to be a um, doctor of oriental medicine. She can Thank stick you, needles yeah. in all your ears. <laughs> um, and I cannot wait for that to happen so that I can go get, get some treatments. Yes. Um, anyway, so we're discussing sister wives. And we just did episode two. Now we're going to do episode three. And um, now just by way of background, um, during COVID, during pandemic, Lexi got COVID. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and while she was down with the, with the Rona, she binge watched the entire series of Sister Wives, <laughs> all 16 <laughs> seasons. So talk about some dedication to your craft right like so when hannah Kawa got sick and couldn't record because she has no voice nebulizers all this stuff it's not the rona she says um i reached out to lexi because duh <laughs> who wouldn't want somebody with this kind of dedication to the show um so here we are episode three it's called labors of life um so we open the show in st george utah at mckelty's place um it christine is there because she's on baby watch mckelty's about to have a baby and she talks about how it's her and cody's anniversary but she she doesn't care um she doesn't consider herself married they had a spiritual marriage not a legal one anyway so like when are you divorced you know um and she's like i don't consider myself married anymore um and then they have a conversation should we post this on social media no, christine says no um and then cody retakes that as a sign that it's serious <laughs> what <laughs> because she doesn't want to post on social media mm. that means she's serious none of the rest of this <laughs> oh my god when he packed up his she packed up his boxes put them in the garage and told him get the fuck out that wasn't serious what did he say he, he said he she, maybe she needs time to think and process like <laughs> if i'm packing up boxes you're gone like bye <laughs> get out then she calls her wedding rings a noose and said that was so good to take them off and i'm like sister i've been there i get it i'm divorced i get it mm -hmm. uh, oh then we talk about how intimacy is more than just like sex right and which which i'm glad that they point that out because they keep talking about an intimate marriage right and in that context they're very clearly talking about sexless marriages right like not having sex in a marriage but then now they're talking about intimacy being more than just that which you know i know this you know this the american people know this right right we all know that intimacy is more than just the actual like sex part um and she's saying that's you know has been missing in addition to the sex part um so you know thanks for clearing that right up 
friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cody says he got angry about her backing away and that maybe he shouldn't have done it. Like, maybe he shouldn't have gotten angry at her expressing her autonomy and going, fuck you. Right. Like, peace out. Like, um, well, and he talked about, you know, sexless marriage is common with some of his friends that he knows. Well, you're still getting sex, Cody. You're still getting intimacy. She's not. You're getting it from someone else. How is that right. fair? How is yeah. that fair? So he knows other dudes, polygamous dudes, who are not having sex with at least one or maybe more wives. Right. There's, you're right. They're still getting laid. Exactly. <laughs> heaven forbid somebody else have sex with another man though because like when mary mentioned that it, it made him feel disgusted did you know that mary was catfished yes i did hear that after i binge watched the entire series i started using uh how, how she i mean they, they i think this is the first season we haven't heard about her, her catfishing every single fucking episode <laughs> um but yeah i mean you can't blame when when he's talking about the lack of they're all talking about this right and now interesting it just occurred to me looking back on the i mean we okay the catfishing and digress a little bit go back to those seasons where she was catfished right all of the fallout and you know the next 18 million seasons were dedicated to this whole issue and how she you know at least she was getting attention and and feeling loved and all this stuff from this other person right right and that's why she did you know why it, it, it happened for her you know actually anybody who's been catfished or even not catfished just you know fall quote unquote falling in love with someone online that they've never mm -hmm. met we see it all the time on fucking all of our other trash shows that we watch right <laughs> <laughs> yeah people fall you know they they, they and the, whatever and so they feel loved they feel connected they feel all these things and 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 then the more we hear about in these later episodes in this new season about how bad all of the marriages except robin's were prior to this you know it's no surprise it just confirms what we what we knew is that she wasn't getting the attention and, and love from cody which then you know she experiences that, right? So she experiences what it's like to be loved and wanted, even if it was a catfish and if right. it was fake. There are real people who should treat you that way. You know, you should meet a real person who really loves you and all of that, right? But after that, he shames her for the whole catfishing scenario. Now she won't move. Even now, that spark has gone from her eyes that you're talking mm -hmm. about, that you were talking about last episode. And my heart went out to her. I mean, I see why she did it. I, I mean, I would never sit there and defend somebody for cheating even though it wasn't uh that's you know debatable whether or not she right, cheated right, or, right. that's neither here nor there but obviously like you said she was missing something she was not getting something and so she found something else and when you do a show like this and you've got weird random people messaging you and i don't remember how the catfish happened but i know that like danielle gets a lot of messages um mm -hmm. we get messages um at any point anybody can be catfish and obviously mm -hmm. it was easy bait you know she just was lonely and you're you're lonely and you're vulnerable and you're gonna you know and that's what you want like why you know why wouldn't you fall for that you know i i, I can't blame anybody for falling for that you know right. my question would be why wouldn't you know how couldn't you you know what i mean like <laughs> i just don't know why she's staying now i know this is a that's the thing right <sighs> She's people, I've seen like comments online saying like she's in it for the TLC money. Listen, I don't know how much they're getting paid, but I can tell you right now, I I would assume it's not enough to stay. 
And even if it was, she would, she could still leave and do a Christine and, and be successful on her own. But I don't see TLC money being the reason why she's staying. I really don't. No, no. She, her issue is much more like deep and sinister. And, 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 and I say sinister, I, I don't mean in like the spooky sinister way. I mean, like, it's much more like raw and vulnerable and icky. Like, yeah. you know, the, the reason why she stays, it's like, she experienced what this is like to have somebody doting on her. Right. She could go out. She could leave Cody since Cody had wants nothing to didn't. Cody wasn't wanting anything to do with her at that time anyway, which is why this catfishing thing happened to begin with. Right. So she gets this experience and then she tells everybody and this whole thing blows up and, um, he shames her for it. And instead of, she had a, she had a, like a choice point, like an inflection point or, or whatever. This was, a, this was a choose your, in the choose your own adventure book. This would be like the question at the end, right? Where if you want to do this, turn to this page. If you want to do this, turn to this page. She could have left at that point because she had a taste of what it could have been like and left and go out and find it. Instead, she allowed herself to be shamed. I know that makes it sound like I'm blaming her, but I kind of do blame her in some regards. So she chose to stay. She believed Cody's bullshit, shaming her for this catfish thing. And now not only is she shamed from going out and, you know, seeking out somebody who actually loves her. So she's stuck in where she's at, but she also is in a marriage where he doesn't like her and doesn't want anything to do with her. They don't spend any time together, I don't think, either, right? Mm, like, he's not no. going to her house. No, she lives alone. That's why she's Milton in the basement from office space. Yeah. She's there. She's part of the company, allegedly. She's still getting a paycheck somehow. <laughs> yeah. But he, they thought they fired him, but he's still there. Right. There's a glitch in the system, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's got her stapler mm-hmm. <laughs> down mm-hmm. in the basement. Anyway. So I just want to give her a hug. I really do. I feel like I just, uh, her daughter's grown. It's not like she has, you know, she's not staying for the kid. So. Yeah. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. I think 
her daughter, I think Mariah is now identifying as non-binary. Oh, is she? I think it was either non-binary or as trans male. I can't remember which one because I okay. th that news came out at the same time something else. So I just want to clarify that I am that I we're not intentionally trying to misgender. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. Um, yeah, I think I, I I didn't. Yeah, I know I know there was something out there. I just we're not intentionally trying to misgender the the child. We're just uh, anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but that is out there. As far, um, well, I'm glad for... they got married. They got married, and then I think their partner came out as either trans or non-binary, and now Mariah then did that as well. So they're they're. I think that's why I can't remember if it's non-binary or trans male because there there's two of them that came out at the same time yeah. gotcha anyway, you see well, I hope they're happy yes exactly yeah. they seemed they seemed great together and you know um and so anyway that is another child that I would love to hear from mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so then we go okay so back to this episode so then we go to Christine saying basically saying she she can't get out and move on fast enough and she says that she's like gotta wait until like September or something when when truly or not truly uh Isabel leaves and you know they're trying to you know, make sure all that's in place and then you know she'll she and truly will leave and go to Utah and basically cannot come fast enough for her and she says that like she says the words out loud um then <laughs> Cody's like well I bet she was like she hasn't told her sister wives that this is that she's doing this but I bet she's told her kids and he's like all snotty about it like oh my god here's more reason why she hates Robin look proof she tells her kids but she didn't tell her sister wives well she sees her kids and talks to them probably every single day and she talks to him what one every four days three right. if that how <laughs> what does he expect I this guy I'm getting fired up I've been like slowly getting really fired up about. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear fired up, Lexi. Ooh, I'm trying to trying to be good. Trying yeah. to be don't be good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like good. Um. So then, of course, Cody. So then we go to a Zoom meeting. Of course, Cody's at Robbins, <laughs> and like janelle is in north carolina and who knows where anybody else is mm -hmm. you know mary's calling in from the basement with her stapler um cody says she is trying to run our meeting getting all independent women and doesn't have to submit to the group anymore like the way she's acting he's talking about christine here i wrote that down on my notes yes she's an independent woman and taking charge of the meeting and how dare she not submit to the group of wives? And then didn't she say like I didn't sign up for this to be submissive, like or to live in like a patriarchy? Patriarchy, yeah. yeah they patriarchy. talk about the patriarchy. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's at the next episode. Oh, whoops! I'm getting ahead. I'm so excited. Well, that, the patriarchy conversation is a whole separate digression that mm. we're going to have to go into more deeply. So let's save that. <laughs> let's oh. talk about this one. So. We don't get the quite the big stuff yet. Um, so Janelle is calling in from North Carolina, which again, as far away from Cody as she can get. Um, he basically told her, you can choose, you can go hang out with your kids or you can hang out with me. And she's like, peace, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, deuces. Um, and then, so this is a whole, that this thing is interesting because I did not know this and maybe I just didn't see the, the seasons or maybe I didn't remember it and maybe you can help clarify. But then we talk about how McKelty had, who is um, Christine's daughter, 
about to have the baby had invited Robin to come for the birth. Now, the backstory on this is before Robin was married to Cody, McKelty went to live with Robin. Now, I think that was a new piece of information. I did not see that from what my memory. I feel like I would have remembered that. Yeah, right? Like remember hearing this that. came out of like, like I know there have been other instances in which Kate, some of the kids have gone to live with other mothers during those like teenage years, right? Yeah. <laughs> which, yep. you know, let's be honest, you know, teenage girls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and their mothers. I mean, I was one. I, you know, um, I, I I get that. So I know that there was a, there was some of that happening. What I didn't realize was that McKelty was one of them before Robin got married to Cody. So that opens up this whole window to me about when exactly did Robin come in to the family? How did they meet? Do I need to rewatch season one and and hear their story again? How they did met they through meet? Mary, I believe. Is um, that because they were all married to the same family or some shit? No, that was I think Chris- Mary. It was like the same church that Mary went, or the same area Mary grew up in, mm. something like that. It, there so was there, a connection to Mary. There's a com the 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 commune compound. of thing that she lived in right okay so that okay that kind of makes sense then but it's weird that mckelty is going to live with robin before robin marries the family because their courtship was pretty short right like that's what they said auntie i don't know i don't know i don't believe everything i uh... isn't it weird though and then you know they were upset that he kissed her on their when he asked her to marry him. Mm-hmm. I don't know because they save that for the wedding, the yeah. kissing. They have to do yeah. the side hugs and stuff, right? Like Duggar style. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so there's that. I want more information on that. Again, more reason to have like the kids like do completely uncensored tell all books. Um, so the, so, so yeah, so McKelty invited Robin for the birth. So Robin's trying to figure out it, like if she can do it when the thing that she doesn't say was basically like, can she go do this, still be loyal to Cody and still follow Cody's rules, you know? Right. Um, and then we could talk about school, kids going back to school. And, um, I guess this was spring of 2021. Cause I, I mean, I remember yeah. having these same discussions with my kids. Right. Um, where some of the schools were starting to reopen and some of them weren't, but then some of them that were reopening, like you had a choice whether you could do, go back in person or, or do um, uh, online. And I know with um, baby frauded school he, at the time, like they kept pushing that date of like the integration, like they kept pushing that. And originally he baby frauded was going to go, back to school in person and then he you know sort of figured out that like the the classes he had and his friends and when he was going to see them and like there wasn't really any need or desire to go back um he was a junior that year so um not the senior year things that like they're talking about with Isabel because she's a Mm -hmm. senior and she wants to be with her friends and all that stuff so he ended up staying home and doing it all online but they're having these conversations. So with uh, them and their kids, right? So Cody wants everybody to keep doing online school because, you know, that he purportedly then could see all of his children, 
right? If they're not going to school, they're following rules, theoretically, right? Um, And he could see them because that would be following his quote unquote rules, right? But Isabel wants to go back to school in person because she's a senior and wants to see her friends. And then she knows she's going to be moving after her se- the rest of, you know, this is the end of her senior year. She knows she's going to be moving to North Carolina. She wants to go see her kid, you know, I mean, her, her, her see her friends. But that would mean Cody can't come over because of Cody's rules, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this opens up a whole, you know, another view of the COVID rules that, that Cody is talking about, but, you know, it's been talking about forever. And it makes me seem like, it makes it seem like, you know, he's just manipulating whatever, however he wants to do the COVID rules to maximize his ability to be wherever he wants to be without having to like, like he wants an excuse to not go see his other kids. So he can just stay at Robbins. Right. Right. And I think you said maybe spring of 2021. I'm wondering if it wasn't filmed like this past spring. Cause that would have been about six months ago, like March. Yeah, but oh. no, they're they like actually say the dates because they oh, were talking about it being gotcha. spring break. Gotcha. Um, so, and I think they actually talked about maybe. I mean, I thought because I think it's more than six months because I remember them showing dates and stuff, and I was like, yeah, that was it was. You have to remember this was back in. in I think we saw their COVID journey, like them learning about COVID and it becoming a thing, like a year after. Gotcha. it actually happened in real life so i think they're a year behind but i'm not positive. okay because i was i was because i was like there's a huge difference between like last spring and then more recent like the numbers the yes. data, things like that so if it was you know a year ago a year and six months ago i i can understand more and i know like the more recent data with the new variants is like a whole mm-hmm. nother issue right so like when janelle made the what made the point of like okay well when is it enough like what what numbers what statistics is it enough for you to just go back to somewhat normal to life mm-hmm. and I thought that was a good point because it's like okay you're you're not seeing your kids because they're going to school okay that's on you but again you're not making any sort of effort to reach out you're not doing all and the- the, yeah they, they didn't the the, the he, they were like you could come see in the in the backyard and he's but it like, was but snowing. It's snowing it's snowing I was like I wanted to pull my hair out I was just like is this real life? It's snowing. I died. He's like, it just started snowing since the start of this conversation. Like it wasn't before. Now it is. And oh my God, it might snow. So I can't go see my kid. And that's like, what Janelle, like you're, you're talking about is like, at what point do you, I mean, there's a, there's a balance that needs to happen. Yes. Right. Be safe. And I get that as well as anybody because of, you know, being immune compromised. Right. Like yeah. I get that. And I'm not just saying, you know, well, everything has to go back to normal at some point. Cause I mean, it does, but that doesn't mean I'm going to intentionally put myself at risk. Right. But there are ways to safely do things, what they know about things now and all the variant of, you know, uh, boosters and all of the things that we know about the disease now, like, um, or the virus, I guess, I don't know, I call it a disease, whatever it is, um, that, I mean, what we know about there's a balance you can balance being able to you know i i go to doctor's appointments now that i wouldn't have gone to in the first months of covid you know i mean we've learned how to work around it i wear masks we do these things you can wear masks you can see your kids in the backyard you can sit in a room together if you you know and and he just keeps making excuses like 
it's fucking snowing. Right. Well, even the COVID test, he put that on. I don't know. Yes. If that's he put it on Christine. Like, no, you yes. want to be your daughter. You're, this is your state. Like what you feel is safe. Uh, and everybody has their own level of, of, of where they feel comfort. safe and what they're want to do. And that's fine. But as you're, you know, as a father and per your protocols and your standard, then you should be the one making sure she gets tested and that things fall in place. I mean, that's just yeah. it my heart. It it really totally. Is. This whole thing. So yeah, what you just led into, right? So Janelle's talking about like, you know, Cody's doing all these mental gymnastics to justify why he's not seeing his kids, you know, all blah, 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 blah. And then he, of course, has a nerve. He's like, they're getting this snotty little attitude about the rules. This is how he's referring to his kids. Now, granted, we all know kids can be snotty little attitudes, right? But come on now. And then, so yeah, this testing, right? So Christine, so they're saying that, what is it? Part of the rules is like, if they were to get tested and show negative, then they could hang out together with Cody, right? Mm -hmm. Then then Cody wouldn't get it and wouldn't risk spreading it to, to Queen Robin and her kids, right? Um, And so this divide between them is, she christine is like she's 17 she can schedule her her own test it's online she just schedule it she can do it and cody is like um oh, this is you know this is what i mean christine used to do this she used to schedule the things well yeah before she's 17 of course you would schedule the things but when you're yeah. a certain age you could schedule your own i don't schedule my kids things anymore he's off at college go um and that the, the dad cody is the father needs to reach out and tell them when he's coming over so they will go get tested. They're not going to test every day on the off chance he may want to come over there exactly. and see them because he hasn't thus far. Why would he now? You know, so they're not just going to keep themselves testing every single day. You know, it's like, get out of here with that bullshit, right? Um, and so this whole conversation about... Izzy, God, okay. So they talk about Robin's kids and how Cody told them, basically told them that he didn't want them to go back to school in person. He wants them to stay home so he can see them, right? And he didn't ask that of Izzy, of Isabel, right? And and Christine breaking my heart saying, I wish he would ask her. She wishes he would care enough to want to see her. Yep. And again, is what is it not your fault? Like she's making the choice, and then to, to like, oh. And then of course, Cody's excuse was like, "Well, you know, Isabel's a senior. I know she is social, and wants to see her. Brianne's Brianne's young, and I think there's any Brianne, right? Brianne's young, and um, she's more willing to stay at home, and do, she doesn't have a social life. Well, of course, she doesn't have a social life. She's been in the house for two years, locked down. Like, of course, she doesn't have." Um, a social life but it's it was just sad that he didn't even ask Isabel yeah. I get I get I get I do get both sides in a way but Mm-mm. yeah I mean there's there's you know pros and cons on on each and you saw right. the, you know the talking heads vary everybody varies about this stuff and and we're not getting into any of the politics or any of that stuff about what you should or shouldn't right. do in this situation but the point is is that she, he's expecting he's putting all the blame on Izzy as well. She decided to go back to school. So it's her fault, not his fault for not trying to make an effort. If he understands why she wants to go back to school, then he needs to work around that and figure out how to see her. If he truly wants to see her. Right. I mean, the girl had surgery and he didn't, he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Like now, I mean, 
my heart breaks for them. I really, I it, it, it just, yeah. Um, so yeah, he, 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 again, he says he asks Robin's kids not to go to school, but I think he told them, <laughs> you know, this I agree. is what I, this is, you know, and then obviously this whole thing, just this divide just makes it even more clear that he only loves Robin and Robin's kids and only wants to be with them because and he, and he even talks about this. Oh, um, he said that he says when it comes to the smaller kids, Cody wants to make an effort, but he doesn't want to do that with the older kids. It's all on them and also move the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and all you, the wives, you can make the kids. You can make them. You can semi-raise them. Because let's be honest, the women really did most of the work. And I the feel mating. like, Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> then you're going to kick them out and that's it. There's... You don't want any contact with them after age seven? Like what's, is there a cutoff like for you on when you're done washing your hands of like, I'm not babysitting my kids I anymore? I think it's like the minute they can critically think and go against. And can challenge King Cody. Right. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. that's what i think <gasps> yeah so uh, robin's kids are still young they're still you know he can still control them mm-hmm. influence them um mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future with where their heads are at with the whole situation when they're adults yeah teenagers and if they go like the garrison way and tell them mm-hmm. to fuck off why are you being so mean to my mom and my siblings um yeah so <laughs> Then let's see. Then then um Cody's talking about um how it's so unfair to him. It's so unfair to me. And this is more than just about Christine, and she needs to not be so selfish. <laughs> Y'all, I wish you could see my face. <laughs> I can see it. Yep. <laughs> and then he says that the older kids don't need him the way, or yeah, the older kids don't need him the way the younger kids do which is true. Admittedly, my, my kids need for me is different than Kaya's needs from you. Right. Right. They're 18 years apart. Like it's Mm going to be different. Um, and, and he even says this and truly still acts like she likes him. So she's like that borderline age. She's about to be that age. Uh, truly is. And so I think he's worried that he's, cause he's about to lose her because she's going to mom's taking her to utah yeah and now he's losing that last one of those last right so the older kids because like when they get older and wiser and they learn learn what a pretentious self-serving douche canoe he is they don't want anything to do with him and truly he's like on that borderline right now yeah. he still kind of likes him so he likes having her around sort of when he wants to see her on occasion mm-hmm. when it's convenient yeah but then the other kids i mean the other kids the other wives all all on their little individual couch things all have the truth bombs that no all the kids need them no matter what their age <laughs> and he it's his responsibility to do this robin is interesting here because she's like i don't want to criticize cody but dot 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 long pause right long pause big heavy sigh she's like i disagree and think the kids need him that's as much that's as far as she's willing to go to challenge what he's saying yeah and did she actually say that to him or is she just saying it she said it on the couch yeah i don't know that she said it to him she said it on the couch to the producers Mm -hmm. janelle's like peace out i don't fucking care anymore she's like everyone's gonna do what everyone wants to do regardless of whatever anything else so i'm just gonna do what i want to fucking do and fuck everybody else she doesn't care she didn't care yeah (laughs) um 
Well, I feel like the minute they moved out of that big house that they had together, things change. Obviously, they're not as close. They're not really a community when you're living in completely separate houses and he's spending his time running around. I mean, how are sister wives sister wives if you're not really? This is what I've been saying for for years. So they've been talking when they moved to Arizona. Right. They were they 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 had talked a lot about how they're when they moved to Arizona, like the family sort of scattered and they didn't have the closeness that they had in Vegas or at the Utah house, Vegas, they were all together in their own little cul-de-sac corner, which I thought was great. Right. And then this came up in the context of when they were, um, Cody was trying to present his grand plans about this one great big house that everybody lives in. And Christine's like, fuck no way. And at the time, Well, and at the time I was like, well, if you're all sister wives, like you, you, you really have your own place. You're not going to be the basement wife again, but now knowing what we know now, it it makes more sense. I'm like, if you don't want to live with all of these other people, then you don't want to be in this marriage. You need to peace out. Well, now we find out that that is in fact what she wants, but like, so in that context, like, yeah, when they went to Arizona, the family, they all started living separately. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, that's why I was asking you, I think maybe it was our last episode where, you know, the dysfunction, did it start creeping up later or does it, I mean, there's always some sort of dysfunction, but like, did it get worse when they were, when moved to Arizona versus being in Vegas? Like if everybody loved Vegas so much, why'd they leave Vegas? You know, because the mountain, the glory. Maybe the dysfunction (laughs) just changed. Maybe it didn't get better or worse. It just changed in how it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's moving like moving to a different state in 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 AA we call those geographics because it's like you always try to like reinvent yourself you try to move but no matter what like you're the problem right the problem mm. lies inside with me it's going to be there no matter what state I'm in right we call those geographics um and so I feel like that's the same thing with them like their dysfunction just changed because it, it's the dysfunction was with them not with where they were living yeah i remember yelling at the screen like during that season where they they kept having these talks about this about why are we so separated why are we so separated maybe if we all live together maybe da, 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 da. and um yeah the <laughs> maybe because cody's a douchebag and now we right. know like all of the skeletons are coming out so um anyway um yeah i remember christine saying something about like cody wouldn't tuck in the kids Mm-hmm. when they were even under the same roof right because she yeah so that was that was um hannah call and i talked about that on the other episode was because she would be home all day with the kids because she also took care of janelle's kids because janelle was like from day one was always been like working all the time mm-hmm. so christine took care of all those kids and then at night she would go to work and she asked him, and they lived in the same fucking house so it wasn't like he would have to drive across town to go tuck the kids in. He literally had to walk downstairs because she lived, she was the basement wife, right? She literally, he literally had to walk downstairs, tuck in his own goddamn kids. That angered me too. Mm-hmm. A lot of this show is so triggering. I'm just so like, triggering. Ah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I imagine a lot of people. Yes. You know, and all these things are being said out loud that we've been just yelling at the TV for years that we all suspected was happening, but, you know, they never outright said this. We're like, how can they really be happy in this? And now we learn it's adequate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I, like I told you earlier, I, I wanted to, I was rooting for them. 
I was rooting for them early on. I'm like, you know what? This is not a normal situation, but to each his own. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of, you know, I mean, some people grow up without another parent, you know, like parents. Yeah. Right. And I'm just like, wow, like so much love. And I wanted to believe it. I really, really was rooting for it. So yeah. it's, it's kind of the opposite in a way. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, yeah. Um, so switching gears, speaking of sad, then we go to Mary driving to see her mom because her mom had a heart attack and strokes and stuff. And along that drive, she finds out as she's driving home, the five hours it takes her to get to her mom, she learned from her sister that her mom had passed while she was trying to drive there. Mm. So, I mean, obviously nothing snarkworthy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was interesting about this part is, so this is all heartbreaking and everything. And she talks about her mom's plural marriage and how there were breakups there um, within her mom's plural family and how her mom had said that she wanted to grow old with her sister wives and that she didn't get that. And that to me gave like a lot of insight actually into maybe why Mary is staying you know, if she comes from this like place of that's the goal is like you want to be, she doesn't want to be the one to break up the family. If the goal is for the sister wives to grow old together, regardless of the husband or whatever, because that's what it's supposed supposed to be about. Right. Maybe. And, and Mary, the thing is though, she's close to Robin, but not close to Janelle and Christine. I don't think Mm -hmm. from what I remember the divisions. Right. And it's, so I feel like every, they, like they tried to be close to Mary and she tried to be close to them, but it never, I don't know. I feel like Mary distanced herself from a lot of people except for Robin and her kids. So if that's her goal, it's not really, I don't see how it's really working out for her if she's not and isn't she living at the inn that she bought or is she living she's back to living on her gigantic house um in flagstaff by herself okay but she went to the inn that's another thing why does she have a huge house well do you remember the season when they were moving to to vegas and building the houses and she was all like and she wanted this and she had to get the french door she had to get the extended breakfast bar and how it was and okay so i understand the point that they are saying like it should be equal among there shouldn't be a favorite wife things should be equal but equal what like you've got one wife who has seven kids one wife who has one kid you don't need as much space like why are you going to pay you know a four thousand dollar mortgage on a house that you don't need that much plus who wants that that much space with one child (laughs) like who wants to clean that i want more space but you know (laughs) i don't know this situation is just yeah yeah but this season is giving me a lot of interesting um going back and looking at past seasons while like all these questions were why did they do that that doesn't make sense you know some of this stuff now is like um is um (laughs) giving insight sorry ms okay. <laughs> you haven't recorded with me enough to know to be able to pick up my ms brain sentences yet oh <laughs> hanakawa got used to it and she understood like a like had a life mate you know my husband and stuff like they know um 
even like my supervisor, a lot of times at work will do it now. She knows when I'm like all of a sudden searching for a word. Um, which is, you know, as I was a lawyer. Trying to, I was trying to like read your brain and try to get the word yeah. for you, but I wasn't. You we weren't that. there. You'll get there. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I don't know. I thought I gave some interesting insight. Um, and then, um, then we talk about, <laughs> Janelle talks about how the faith and culture really revere matriarchs. You know, and, and they're all talking about how what a sad loss this is for them all. And and and, and absolutely, I'm I'm not shitting on any of that, right? Because right. Like all of that, they all had their relationships with Mary's mother, and it's all very sad. And there's nothing to shit on over that. But Cody's talking about how I mean, Janelle's talking about how this is like the the culture reveres matriarchs, which I eh, like. If she believes that, no, like not in Cody's family. It's all about rever- You know, let's revere King Cody. Right. You know? Maybe the women know. I mean, the women realize that the women are the ones who do all the work. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Cody that's, maybe that's around, a, but the sister wives like, oh, I want to grow old with my sister wives because I'm yeah. not going to have my husband around because he's off banging how many other wives? Who knows? So I need to have a relationship with with my sister wives, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's all you got. <laughs> you got to have something to fill it in. I mean, right. And then, and the thing is too, like, I look at like my life again with Kaya being a single mom and I have to take care of her. I have to feed her. And then I'm looking at, I watch sister wives and they individually are living their own separate lives where they're mm-hmm. providing for their own children and they're working. Most of them are still working. Mm-hmm. They're cooking, they're cleaning, they're doing everything. So mm-hmm. it's not like a, to me, it's not a marriage. It's not a partnership. It's the women doing most of it. And Cody running around you know, with all of his crazy energy, just like trying to figure things out. I mean, he, I'm not oh, saying he's running around, not raising his kids, not being right. right. His kids. And I, I'm not putting him down for like, when I say running around, like I'm not saying providing he's not for his anything. family, right. I'm not saying he's not doing things. He's lazy. No, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that he has left the women to basically take care of his individual families. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's the truth. And they're yeah. doing the brunt of the work. Right. And and the difference between when they like they lived in the Utah house versus living in Arizona and, you know, the kids, a lot of, you know, other Robin has the little kids because she was the newer wife and then just started popping out the kids. Right. Christine and Janelle, their kids are older, you know, Truly's the youngest one at this point. And she's what, like, how old is she? I don't even know how old Truly she looks is. like she's probably what, 10, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say 10, 11, something like that. Um. You know, and so, and they've even, they've acknowledged that they said it was different when, when the kids were little, you know, and Christine watched all the kids, you know, they helped each other because their kids were all the same age and, you know, that shows their closeness and, and things like that. And like, we were talking about with uh, Isabel wanting to go move with, um, Maddie. Maddie. I was like, McKelty. No, that's uh, the kids' names. I need a flow chart. I need like some sort of. Yeah, I'm sure there. <laughs> I'm sure there is one. Uh, but like, you know, because they're from, you know, two different parents, right? Or mm-hmm. three, two different moms, but they're really close. You know, those, all those kids, Janelle and Cody's, or Janelle and Christine's kids all grew up together. Christine raised them together, basically. And then Janelle came home from work and then they all did their their happy thing all Cody was off doing I don't know what courting Robin probably at that point hiding in the closet (laughs) (laughs) having a special private alone time in the closet 
which again in my house is code for you know <laughs> winking at time but i don't know then we go back to mckelty's house she and her husband sasquatch <laughs> i mean tony <laughs> we're about to have a baby and then we have this whole discussion about home birth versus hospital birth and, you know, the split amongst the wives and all of this stuff. And, um, and which actually led to an interesting discussion with my girlfriends and I that were watching this. We're like, you know, what is the what is the thing with home births, Right. And I'm not and I'm not trying to. I don't want to like disparage here as far as like if you choose a home birth or if you choose a hospital birth, I'm not going into that at all. Um, that is all your own choice. That's so much all your own choice. But I would also be interested to hear maybe if you know any, you know, some sort of a medical sort of background or whatever, but like, I know home births were really common in, you know, amongst like the fundy more Mormon funding, the fund, the fundy groups, right? Like, um, and I know that there was some back, you know, back in the day and even places like yearning for Zion wrench and on the Warren Jeffs and all of that stuff that there's, um, they, they don't necessarily put the fathers on the birth certificate and all this stuff. Cause they're doing all this welfare stuff, right? Like <clears throat> it's how they work. <clears throat> cheat the system, work the system, whatever terms you want to use, because they're probably a mix of all of it. That's actually how they get some of them sometimes. That's like how they got to some of the Jeff's people, I think, was through welfare and tax fraud type stuff. So I was wondering if it like stemmed from that, like this desire to have home births, because you don't have a nosy doctor asking who the father is? Are you the father? Are you gonna sign the birth? Like, it, what do you what do you think about all that stuff? I think that that's exactly where it stemmed from. I don't know now. I don't know like Janelle, Christine's. Mo- I'm assuming their mothers did home births as well. I think it so. Seemed, it seems so normal for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're right. I, I think that it it does stem from the okay. Wait, this is the same guy coming in with a different woman and. Uh, you know, they didn't want any red flags going up. Like, okay, is this guy leading a polygamous lifestyle? What's going on? Um, at least in Utah. I mean, I know like in my field, a lot of my colleagues and my friends, I know a few that I've chosen home births and that's just because I'm in that like more of a natural medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Cause you do. Like, yeah. Oriental medicine. Yeah. Right. I mean, I had a C-section, so give me the drugs. I was like, let right. me get the epidural. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I know that like, you know, in the United States and don't quote me on the actual statistics, but we don't have a great birthing rate safety for mother and and children. So compare, and we're like a first world country. So it's, that's kind of a scary thing. Yeah. Where Um, does that, and that leads into the whole controversy of where does that come from? Is that the hospital interventions and all this stuff? And that's why I said, I don't want to go into those choices. Yeah. Yeah. That's those are your personal choices. Right. Right. Um, but in my like besides my acupuncture friends, uh, most of my friends had hospital births. So, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it just stems from the culture that they've grown up in and the systems of you know making sure that the man isn't seen with multiple women, multiple families, family. Because <laughs> it was illegal. The polygamy was illegal yeah. and stuff. So it's like that's just the culture they grew up in. That that's well, why I'm I think. wondering if if. He is on the birth. I'm just curious now that you said that, because like, you know, she's talking about taking uh, truly to Utah and what rights does he have? I mean, of course, I'd want him to have rights. He's the father. But what rights legally does he have? If right. He's not if she decided to play dirty, like would would there? Yeah. You know, 
that's it's interesting because Hannah Cole and I asked that exact same question when we were discussing episode one, right? Like, is he and and our quick googling showed that a lot of times, generally, and we don't know specifically with Cody and the Brown kids, but we know well we know that he had to marry Robin legally so he could legally adopt her kids. But I wonder right. about his name on the birth certificate and just what we found was generally that it, that culturally they didn't put it on, put the name on because depending on your state's requirements for welfare benefits and stuff, if you have the husband list, if you have a father listed for the kid, then that kid, that person should be tra- providing child support. If you show that you don't have that support, you're eligible for more, right? Um so we figured that might be there, but we don't know for sure or anything about yeah. Cody specifically. And if you guys do, listeners, like, please, 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 please uh, write us. Let us know. Hit us up. I'm curious. Yeah, I spent a lot of time with my family law attorney, so I've learned a lot about family <laughs> law. I know it varies by state. And I know yeah, you're going through it right now. Oh, right. So I'm curious to know, because I mean, if anything happens and he's not on the birth certificate, that's a shame. I mean, it would be a, a struggle in the courts in general. I mean, mm-hmm. it's obvious he's the father and that they've DNA approved that, but I'm just saying it's just another right. step, you know, Right. that is interesting i don't know yeah yeah all the 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 secret shenanigans behind the scenes about why they do these kinds of things you know to avoid detection and to you know suck off the government's um social benefits and social welfare stuff you know whatever hey that stuff's out there go for uh, whatever i don't i'm not i'm not gonna comment yeah. on that <laughs> like power did those women do with the home births because let me tell you that's good for them i mean i mean good for them that they can do that because i'm i'm weak i can't physically nope pain give me the epidural uh i was like "Mm." yeah Mm -mm." (laughs) and i was like i was in labor for like several days with like back labor because my kid was coming out face first oh yeah he was sunny side up and face presentation so like Mm. checked me she felt his nose like so that i had to have a c-section at that point there was no there's no option but i'd been in labor for several days (gasps) trying to labor this kid through my pelvis that was not gonna happen um I couldn't imagine I mean I get what they're saying though about the recovery at home versus recovery in a hospital obviously we couldn't have recovered from surgery you know because we couldn't get up and we had catheters and all that nonsense right I mean obviously (laughs) that's a different scenario but if you're doing a vaginal birth um recovering at home I can see why that recovery would be much more of an attractive option you know yeah curling up in your bed with your baby that's all you really kind of want to do you know you don't have a nurse waking you up every 15 minutes so take you your vitals and deject this yeah exactly exactly sleep and roll <laughs> you're just there with the baby and it's just, you're in your own surroundings with your own stuff and your own you know I, I can totally see the appeal of that that said I personally would not choose that because I'm just like oh, I'm, I'm terrified of all that stuff Mm-hmm. Um, you do you I know this girl who she had a home birth I think with all four of her kids or maybe just the last one I don't remember but her husband um, was in medical school and he's actually an OBGYN I think he was doing his residency when she had her last kid um, and she did a home birth because she wanted all that I mean she happened to have an OBGYN as a husband but that was right. like she would have had the home birth anyway right like she's obviously very understands medicine and and 
appreciates the value of an OBGYN, but she wanted a home birth, you know, so that's what she did. And, you know, everybody's happy and healthy and that's all, all good. Um, we are not passing judgment Mm-mm. at least on that. I will pass judgment on these folks though. So <laughs> they go back. We're sorry. We're back in McKelty and Sasquatch's house and Christine, they talk, they show Christine talking about facilitating Robin being on the phone and then being on zoom with her. Um, because, you know, McKelty wanted Robin there because of their special relationship, which, you know, again, I want to know more about this. I think that's really cool. I, I, I like the, the cross pollination of the kids and the moms. I like, I think that's great. Um, uh, and, and then her being on the zoom call or whatever, like allows her to be present without actually going and like betraying Cody being disloyal to Cody by indulging Christine or something. I don't know. I don't know, but, um, there's COVID rules. She can, you know, who knows? She way, Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, Robin's not going to disobey King Cody. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. So, um, they have the baby Aurora's great and perfect. And now we have a new grandbaby and, um, and that is the end of that episode. I teared up when I saw the baby. Theme. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Cool to watch. Um, I still don't understand Tony, like who he is as a person, what he is. I don't, I don't know any, I don't get Tony. I don't understand him. Um, but Christine said that, you know, he seemed to immediately take to fatherhood and that's always good to hear. So, um, they all seem happy and healthy and, um, and that is good. And then, um, I think we see preview for episode four, the next one, which, um, they talk about custody and 50, 50 and all this stuff, which we are going to discuss episode four, but you're going to have to wait for that episode. We're going to get these ones out first, <laughs> but we will get to that one. Um, so those are the previews that we see for the next episode. Now, episode four is the one that premiered on October 2nd, Sunday, October 2nd. So just to keep track of when you're listening to this episode and, and where we're at with it. Um, but we are going to have everything caught up and, um, I don't know about you guys, but I personally have loved having Lexi (laughs) join me on this. So um, I want to have her back for more episodes. So, um, and uh, we don't know how long Hannah Kawa is going to be out for down for the count for now, but um, I hope she feels better. Yeah. um, Sending our love to her. But in the meantime, we have Lexi and then maybe, you know, I'll force Lexi to do some, um, because I know you watch other trash shows. Yeah, I'm a little bit behind on my trash TV because I'm finishing up my doctor, but I... Tell us what you're watching now. Tell okay, us what stuff I'm you're watching. watching. Really, I just finished Big Brother. Um, that's, I, I say every year, I'm not going to watch that ever again. Um, I watched that like the first couple of seasons and I really loved it. And now I'm afraid to try to watch it because I'm it's, like, it's going to change shit. so much. From it's bad now. Don't that it's it. not even going to be any fun. Yeah, no. And then I've been watching like baking competitions for Halloween. I'm kind of boring. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you know when I watch some more trash TV. Well, what like, okay. So I'm watching, I started watching Survivor. Okay. And which I haven't watched in years. Um, but I started watching that. And <laughs> um, then I also started watching um, uh, Amazing Race. 
to oh. see if I, I used to watch that one too. You know, back in the day, I used to watch this stuff because we didn't have all these streaming services and we didn't have where I could just sit down and go to any app and watch any Murder, Murder, Kill or documentary or anything, right? Like you had to watch network TV. Like that was all you had because I'm an old, right? <laughs> I'm about to turn 48 next week. Ne- next week? Oh, oh really? Is my birthday already? Happy early birthday. What do you Scorpio? You know, honestly, so my my birthday and my sobriety date are like three days apart. My Um, birthday is October 14th and my sobriety date is October 17th. So, and then Hetero Life Mate's birthday is October 20th. So that week is always a big week for us. We just sort of consolidate it all and we have like a good, nice big October week. Um, And and so sometimes I forget my actual age because my sobriety day is more important to me than necessarily my birthday. (laughs) Um, So that's what I celebrate. I'm about to thank you. I'm about to celebrate seven years, um, which is insane to me. But um, in any case, I am old. And so when I grew up and, you know, we didn't have all these streaming services. You had to, not even when I grew up, when I was like in college and post-college, you know, post-grad and, and all this stuff. Because we, you know, this stuff is all, all this internet and streaming and stuff is all new, probably in the last, what, five, 10 years? Yeah, I mean, I didn't grow, I'm 37. I didn't grow up with any of the fun streaming stuff either, so. Yeah, so like yeah. you had to watch network TV, right? Mm-hmm. So I watched, and if you wanted to watch a show, you had to like put a VHS <laughs> tape in and record the show. So Uh you could come back and watch it after whatever event you were doing. You didn't have the DVRs and you didn't have the opportunity to just watch on demand. I know the olden days. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, I watched Amazing Race and Survivor back then because those were the big thing. Like Survivor, the first season it came on and Amazing Race, I watched it and stuff. So I have recently been... I just got back into those. So I started watching those. I still watch them on demand. Um, I'm loving Survivor. Survivor's been really good. So if you guys are are Survivor type people, I am liking the season so far. Amazing Race, the jury's still out for me because it's still in those first couple of episodes where like the annoying, you can't decide if these couples are annoying or endearing or whatever. And so I'm kind of just figuring that out. Um, I don't know, but I love watching the, the travel and see going all these places that I'm not going um and seeing all these countries and and everything and those are always fun and of course you should sit there when you watch it and be like okay would I do this would you do that would you you know as if you're with whoever you're watching with your partner Mm -hmm. whatever so I've been doing that um I've also been really into 60 days in if any of you guys are watching on on, that's on A&E um, that's on Thursdays. And then right after that is inmate to roommate, which I've been watching, um, which <laughs> inmate to roommate. Yeah. It's these people getting out of jail. It's like, and here's the thing it's on A&E, but it's a Matt Sharp, which is 90 day love after lockup. All these people. <laughs> right. So it's this, these people are in jail, like getting out and they're not going on to like a relationship, but they're going to live with these people they all know that all those situations are different. Somebody, you know, is a friend of a friend or a cousin or whatever, like how they know the person The they call him returning citizen instead of an inmate. They call him returning Returning citizen, citizen. which I like better because, you know, I'd like to, you know, advocate for my women in jail and things like that. Um, Returning citizen and, you know, the roommate people or whatever, whoever house and stuff. And the, all of the situations are so whacked and so weird. And I know some of you guys are watching this. I posted some on Instagram about the couple Mark and Sharna and their inmate returning citizen bill and all the rules they have for him to follow. 
they're Seventh-day Adventist and he can't watch R-rated movies and he has to tie to the church that he doesn't belong to and can't eat meat and he keeps his like pepperoni sandwiches on his air conditioning vent in his bathroom because he can't have meat in their fridge like this is wackadoodle wackadoodle stuff guys um those are both on thursday nights 60 days in followed by inmate to roommate any um i think they're all they're part of the discovery network i think those get uploaded they get on discovery plus app if you have that but i don't know the timing sequence i don't think they're they're early on sundays the way like the 90 day episodes are i think they get there they get uploaded later or something i'm not entirely sure but those are what i'm watching there i'm also have you started Dahmer? have you been watching have you watched that i started two episodes and i i I fell asleep i have to get back on it um the the netflix creepy one yeah right I started yes. watching it and it was so intense and dark. And I was like, holy shit, I need to be in a better mindset for this. So that's, and that's kind of what I, I fell asleep. I was like, okay, you got to get like, you have to be in the zone. Oh, my yeah. dog is growling. I don't know if you can hear him. Um, oh. Well, that actor is so good. Evan, mm-hmm. that he's amazing. I right. mean, it's, it's like I'm really watching it unfold. It's crazy. What I think is, I mean, apparently, so when what I saw of this is it is extremely creepy creepily done and intense and what i think is hilarious is all these people that didn't realize that jeffrey dahmer had ate eaten his victims i mean i'm you know a murder murder kill girl like that's serial killers are my jam right and Mm -hmm. um and you guys will listen to me forever know this so obviously i knew that i knew about jeffrey dahmer and like he's such a you know uh, everybody knows Jeffrey. i'm tired of the jeffrey dahmer stories i don't want to watch another one and everyone's like oh my god he ate people it's so creepy it's like yeah the fuck it's creepy he ate people <laughs> you don't want right, to know about what right. other things he did and holes he drilled and thing places he put he put his penis like the guy's creepy um yeah but i i do want to see that at some point um i need to be it like you said in the right mindset for it um <laughs> you okay sorry, sorry charlie's uh he's um wanting my attention oh well well we're about wrapping up anyway so um if you have any other recommendations or anything um for us to watch um hit us up comment below on instagram or send us a dm on instagram you can also email me at prodded by tlc at gmail.com and um <laughs> <laughs> And we will be back, um, back at you with episode four. Thank you for tuning in, you guys. Bye. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra 
that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.